What's up guys, it's your boy Paul, aka Mr. What The Footy, your favourite podcast host, and wow, promised you guys world-class guests, been trying to land this guy that you're about to hear from on the pod since, since season one, really trying to get him on, it's been a transfer saga in itself, will he, won't he, but he finally gave me his time Guys, you're about to hear from Eddie Bonsu, leading sports agent at Elite Project Group, working with some of the most exciting young ballers within world football, from Sancho to Saka. Guys, we spoke about being a top agent within the game, life as an agent during COVID, and all the exciting work that the Elite guys are doing. Guys, I hope you love this episode, not like it. I hope you love it. So download, subscribe, rate and review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school. Now it's putting us. Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that. But then also, they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on one single source of revenue alone that being the TV team. let's just win this to appease the fan welcome to the what the footy podcast the podcast takes football fans behind the scenes today i'm joined for my biggest episode yet royce needs no introduction but i'm joined with the man behind the superstar the, the modern day Jerry Maguire, um, Mr. Show Me The Money, Eddie Bonsu, leading sports agent. Great to have you here, Eddie, man. Hey, how you doing, man? You okay? No, no, no. Good, thank you, man. Um, but yeah, I thought, obviously, uh, try and get you on here because things are really, really moving and exciting pace with the sort of players that you guys are working with. So I thought it'd be good to, first of all, know um, how, how's things sort of like during COVID, especially dealing with this new and maybe shorter transfer window as well um listen it has its challenges as you can obviously see um i think the way everyone's got to adjust to it do you know what i mean clubs um the representation side of things as well uh, um and even the players do you know what i mean probably more so than anyone um there's a lot of boys that are out of contract um that are in situations that they've never ever imagined that they'd be in um, and there's boys that are signed to clubs that are on the verge of moving to other clubs and you know what I mean in, in any other situation there'd be a little bit more clarity on those situations but um, with what's going on now you've almost you've got to be a bit more um, what's the words understanding and a bit more patient you know what I mean and, and wait for certain things to happen um, and in certain situations some deals might not actually happen do you know what I mean I think it's going to take a little yeah. while for, for things to to align themselves again um, but I think we just got to respect the process man and, and understand that you know with what's going on at the moment it's, everyone's going through it you know and we've all got to pretty much um, adjust um, and just, just work through it really do you think like clubs are a bit more like cautious due to like the financial implications of like clubs clubs are not more like willing to um, certain yeah I'd have to agree right so I'd have to agree because um, when you look at I guess in previous transfer windows I think clubs have been a bit more open to signing luxury players so to speak um, whereas now what you're seeing is people are being a little bit more like you said cautious um, they're making sure that if they are going to sign a player it's someone that they actually need within a specific position and not just to make sure that they don't lose out on him do you know what I mean I, I might be wrong but in certain situations I think some club technical difficulties but we still move we still move 
I was even gonna ask him about um, in terms of inflated prices. Yeah, you prices man. go down. Uh, guys, do you still see me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Oh, no worries. I'm, I'm away with the misses and I'm still getting calls from clubs, man. It's, uh, it's mental. But it shows you how important nah, you guys yeah. are, man, because I've locked him off. <laughs> yeah, man, honestly. Try, trying to get oh, into the podcast has oh. been a transfer saga in itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't know about that Paul man but hey you know, I'll do my best <laughs> no nah, definitely go on rest in terms of so to follow yeah. up with the cautious question do you feel in terms of like pricing of players do you think like because we've seen a recent I'm not going to say I'll say inflation of prices do you think like prices are going to become more realistic in terms of like because we don't really have the money yeah look I think um, look if you look prices are or circumstantial to the, the situation that you're in. So, um, mm. just like in property prices, you know, 20 years ago, you probably could have bought the same house for half the price. Do you know what I mean? You could have bought a million pound house for maybe 500 grand. And mm. the same people living in those houses or the neighbors or people from neighboring areas probably look and think, that's ridiculous. Like, how's that house worth this? Or Obviously, it's a little bit different because everyone wants that the house is got up in value. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in football, it's mm. about actual human beings and transfers between um, organisations. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, like when we're looking at the numbers, you can't necessarily, I, I say, one point look at it almost based on the player, but base it more on where we are in football at the moment and the fact that yeah you know there is i mean it's it's, it's the it's, sorry it's the entertainment business and there's a lot of money that goes into football and um at this stage if if somebody's if somebody's worth a certain amount in my opinion it almost has nothing to do with the player do you know what i mean i think sometimes that the price tag is quite heavy um and it rests heavy on a lot of boys minds um but it's not their fault do you know what i mean like Ultimately, it's for the two clubs to agree a fee. Um, yes, the, the, num- the numbers, in my opinion, will be slightly different now um, or yeah. go back to some sort of norm. Um, but what is normal? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 I mean, everyone has their, has their own version of that. But um, I believe that, you know, where someone might have gone for, for argument's sake, two pounds, he might actually now go for 75p. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. It's, it, it just it just makes sense. Otherwise, mm. some clubs just can't just can't do the business. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of clubs have been hit massively. And I don't think people actually realise how yeah. how um, how much they've been impacted. Oh, massively. Do you know what I mean? Uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I've, I've been in conversation with with um, with a few clubs about some players and you know where you thought something was basically done covid and basically just throwing everything up in the air and it's it's like mm. listen, we just can't do it do you know what i mean unless we we sell some players do you know what i mean it's it's something that we want to do but even if the player's free it's just not even having the budget to 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 actually pay the wages do you know what i mean and um it's yeah and obviously going back to the previous question is it's more about being cautious and and you know if you do get you know I mean sell on a few of your assets as a as a German or a Dutch club or Italian English club whatever it is you want to know that you're replacing them with people that you are sure are going to be able to deliver for you um, and maybe not necessarily um, I wouldn't say I, I hate to say a gamble but somebody that has potential but maybe hasn't realised that potential just yet do you know what I mean yeah and just just jumping in on that and talking about transfer fees and stuff like that obviously one of the players that you guys work with is, is Jaden Jaden Sancho here we go just, here we go yeah yeah just 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 jumping in there I wasn't I wasn't asking for the for the gossip or is he going to United or not but do you feel as though 
um, in terms of the move itself? Do you feel like this is the right time to make the move? Because I look back at some like Dembele at a similar age, move from, from Dortmund uh, to Barcelona, big transfer fee, a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Do you feel like Jaden needs that move now? Or do you believe that that move would be better off coming in a year or two's time? Because he's playing week in, week out. He's playing in the Champions League. He's starting games for England. Do, do you feel like that move is best for his development now? or? Look, it's it's hard for me to to speak on on the Jaden um, scenario at the moment, but what I will say is the boy is, is a phenomenal talent, and he's he's ready to do whatever it, whatever is necessary, whether it's stay at Dortmund or 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 move on, or you know what I mean, whatever the whatever whatever God permits, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, I don't think it's ever a question of of timing um, when it comes to talent. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, especially at that level. So, if he ends up staying, listen, it's um, he's a talented boy, and he's he's the type of player that he's gonna be he's gonna be spoken about for generations. Do you know what I mean? Oh, um, so, I don't think it's. But just about it, you see from like, I'm looking at it from like a Man U standpoint, do you think it's done more for like the marketing purpose? And I don't necessarily see him fitting into it. They've really got people like Greenwood, got Marshall on the thing. I don't necessarily see the reason why they're going for it right now, per se. I think I'm wondering like, more the marketing of like an English talent, young boy, let's bring him in to get more shirts, or is it more? Well, like like I said, it's, it's hard for me to talk too much on it, yeah. But what I would say is, as as a team, um, we would never allow any of our players to go somewhere if it had nothing solely to do with football. Um, it's always going to be at the forefront of any decision that any of the players that we work with make. Um, so likely, obviously, like what Royce said, if if it was something, if any of our players were moving to a club, and it was because it was, it looked good from an endorsement perspective from both sides, um, or marketing or whatever it is, it's just, it's just not what we do. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just not in line with with how we see football. Um, mm. I think we look at our our. Um, our client base, um, a lot of the players who are really close with, it's never about anything but football, and we try and we try and encourage them to make decisions based on that. You know what I mean? So if they are gonna do something, it has to be for the betterment and for their the, the next stage of their development to kick them onto the next level. Um, mm. So it's yeah, for us, it's never ever gonna be. Um, something that's ever diluted with anything but football yeah and i think i think just just jumping on that i think one thing i like about your model i think because obviously you guys have been working with Sanchez um, from quite young and quite early and obviously taking him to germany uh, when he left city and now it's almost like any young player everyone's saying go to germany like i was chatting to, to a baller he played in the bundesliga as well and he was saying that more young players should go out to germany and it's almost like now it's like everyone should go and do the Sancho move per se. Would you guys sort of take responsibility for starting that trend? Or, <laughs> do you know what? Or, um, I'd say that um, one thing that um, the guys have been the team and um, the director of the business has, has said to said to me and um, said to the rest of us. Um, who've been around the business for a long time mm. that you know for us it's important legacies are important do you know what I mean um, yeah. so that's something that we've always wanted to do and probably more so then before I got involved do you know what I mean and it's something that I've inherited whilst being around um, the team do you know what I mean mm. um, for, for them and now for myself um, and for us as a collective we want we want to be able to impact football the best we possibly the best way we possibly can. And um, look, for years we saw a lot of top talent coming over to the UK and, yeah. and doing really well. Do you know what I mean? And 
I, I personally feel, um, this is my personal opinion, that in years gone by, a lot of the British talent probably weren't brave enough to take that same jump. Um, mm. And yeah, go on. And I was just like, wow. I just wanted to ask, like, was there like, I wanted to know like the discussions behind it, because that was a big risk at the time. Was it was it like hard convincing him, or was it something that? You, like, um, I'll be honest, I wasn't I wasn't massively go. involved in in that one, um, but mm. obviously I I spent I spent some time with the with the boy, um, and yeah. top 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 boy, but as a person, as a as a football player, um, and. One thing that I can always say about him is that he just wants to play football. Like there's nothing else about it. Like he's he's not the type of he's not the type of boy that that really like there's nothing else that you know what I mean that dilutes his mind when it comes to his game. Like he just wants to play football. Like and that's it. And it's 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 refreshing. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of our players are like that. Do you know what I mean? Because they just want to play football, and for me, if it's not, if that's not what you're, what you're about, then we're not really the, probably the type of company that you want to be around because we just want players that football is at the forefront of their decision making because everything else eventually catches up anyway. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. If it's if it's anything else, it's not for us, man. But um, Gambit Paul said. Um, on the, you know, do we think that a lot of the discussions of boys wanting to come over to to Germany or go over to Germany, do we feel like it's a lot to do with what what we've kind of helped create and what obviously subsequently um, Jaden's obviously produced? Um, look, one thing I will say is other boys have gone there before. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And him. Doing it at the time that he did it was a huge impact because of what he, what his position is within football. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. within his within his community at the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's he's a young yeah. boy. He was well respected yeah. in football. But the most important, he's gone out there and actually produced. Do you know what I mean? Numbers. Um, yeah, his numbers are incredible. And then obviously, mm. Reese went out there um, and. Reese produced, do you know what I mean? From yeah. his stats were were incredible over there. Um, mm. And obviously he had a bit of problems with injuries, etc. Um, but them two going over there for me, obviously Jaden start off with, and then Reese going over there after. A lot of people looked up and thought, "Wow, do you know what I mean? It's it's possible." Mm. But then at the same time, it's not as easy as people think. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's just as hard as as playing in England. I look at like Reese Oxford. I look at not mm. to not disrespect to him, but like Reese Oxford and Osberg. Like he went over there. And I don't necessarily think it's clicked for him as mm. much. Andrew. What's what's yeah. been the secret? What's been the secret behind behind Jaden's success? Obviously, I heard that like his dad's out there with him as well. Or obviously, like your young guy going in there, going over there. Sorry, when I was chatting with one of the ballers, Simeon Jackson, who played there, he was saying that when you go over there young, you can embed yourself into the culture there and the level of coaching that's there, your game is just going to go go to a different level. And, and I watch Jaden when he when he plays for England and it's like the stuff he's doing on the pitch is just different to, to what everyone else is producing on there. Like he's, he's, a t- he's a talented boy. Like, mm. I'm not just saying that, just to, just to say it. Like, the boy... Boy is an incredible talent. Do you know what I mean? And he, he could have impacted Holland exactly the same way. Could have impacted Italy exactly the same way. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, he's just a talented player. So um, I think he would have he would have he would have shone a light on, on whatever league that he he went to. Do you know what I mean? What's, what's the buzz with France as well? Because obviously I saw you guys, I think, took Josh Madger uh, out to France as well. I'm seeing Angel Gomez uh, just signed for Lille as well. Is it is that a sort of like a similar buzz going on in France as well with, uh, with young boys um, as well? Or? I think that the, the whole buzz thing is, um, I guess you almost look at it in hindsight after the fact. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. At the yeah. time, you never really know because 
someone's always gonna have something negative to say until it's until it's done. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When it's done, it's mm. fucking hell the, the greatest thing you ever did. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, like what a fantastic decision for you. Like, but you remember, boy, was what the hell are you doing? Do you know what I mean? But anyway, mm. um, France, France, incredibly, very competitive. Mm. Um, buzz, yeah, I'd say buzz wise. One thing about France that. Um, that I like is is that it's, it's it's a very very structured league. Like you would never, you don't really see like crazy like score lines or anything like. That. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's quiet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've got it's, it's a lot of tactics involved, and it's about making sure that the player fits into the right system and the right club. And I think so far for us, we've always helped you know, present the right options that fit within our players and their style, do you know what I mean? And yeah. um and it's worked so far, do you know what I mean? Touch with it's worked so far. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a good league. Very, very good league. Yeah, that's good man. And um just just going back to what we mentioned about inflated fees, I was listening to, to Stuart Weber talk about obviously Todd Camp World and there's a lot of comparisons with, with him and other creative players as well, like like Madders and Jack Grealish as well. Where where do you sort of rate him, and, and what do you think is next for a player like him? Because obviously, twenty two lit up the prem this season. Obviously, Norwich mm. have been relegated. What's what's sort of next in the pipeline for someone like him and his development? Todd's a top top talent. Top mm. talent. Te- technically, um, clean as you like. Yeah. Clean. Um, he can do whatever he wants. Like, mm. that's that's how much ability this boy has um, and literally it's, it's frightening yeah because there's literally no I don't think there's a ceiling for this boy because of his style do you know what I mean mm. he's the type of player that the higher the higher and higher he progresses or the more the more he progresses like, over time he'll become a better I mean a better player and you'll see him yeah. continue to develop because obviously I've, I've known Todd for a while, do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah. I remember when he was when he was quite slight, but then he still played the same way he plays now, do you know what I mean? Like mm. he's always been quite intelligent with how he moves um, on the ball because he wasn't necessarily the strongest in the team. But then he, as I think from the age of maybe 17, he just shot up and built muscle as well. Um, mm. So then you got to, when you think technically, and it's agility-wise, he's he's up there, and then he then got a bit of physical, um, got a bit of that physicality added to his um, to his game. Then you know, what I mean, you saw what he produced in the Premier League this year in a team that, that for me struggled at times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with regards to, to the to the fee that um, that his club won. And it's, it's, it's not really for me to, to comment, do you know what I mean, really, because like I said, it's it really has no bearing. Just, I mean, not, it's, just to it's, ask, it's as like clubs, just an outside of football, does an agent have any influence on fees? Like, because we look at like a, a Bruno Fernandez situation of how like he was trying to, like, Raniola, the, the super agent, was trying to basically stop, he was basically the stop gap between him actually moving. Do you feel like agents actually? Have an I think Bruno, Bruno. I think Bruno's deal was done by. Oh, sorry, Mendes, um, Mendes, sorry. Mendes, sorry. wasn't it? Yeah, mm. Mendes. No, no. Um, nah. Look, the fees are usually between between clubs. Um, agents don't have any real impact on, on what a club decides that they want and what a club decides they're willing to pay. Um, I guess our influence is, is mainly based on making sure that we do the best by our, our client and get them the best deal. Um, and and that's, that's it, that's it really. The aim is to find our players the best home to help them develop and then make sure that they, um, yeah, they're, 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 they're valued correctly within their organisations. I mean, we don't ever want to feel like um, our players are within their organisations 
feel undervalued. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So far, so good. Do you know what? I think on that point there, take someone like a Wilfred Zaha, as an agent in that situation, what would someone like yourself do? Because it's almost like he, he clearly wants to move on, but he's been he's been almost been like held down. It's like free free Wilfred Zaha, isn't it? Because they're not they're not they're not they're not letting him go in it. But like, as the agent, when a player comes to you say, listen, I want to get out of here. I think obviously Arsenal, Everton, we from last yeah. summer as well. How do you sort of navigate navigate through that? Like handing in a transfer request and all this different stuff here. Uh, you know what? hard for me to talk on that situation because I think there's a there's a lot of uh, factors involved that maybe aren't yeah. clear mm. um, I think what you do what you what I think by the looks of things has been pretty um, pretty obvious is that he wanted to leave last season and maybe there was some sort of agreement for him to stay another year um, mm. I might be wrong do you know what I mean I might be wrong yeah. but um but how would I deal with that situation? Listen, by the looks of things, and some of the some of the uh, interviews I've heard, it seems like the club's open to to letting him move on. But it's a question of yeah. finding right. a club yeah. that's willing to pay. Yeah, the, the, num- the, the number eighty million pounds. No, but where I, that number comes from? I think it's justified. I think he's one of the best dribblers in the world. You know, like, I mean, okay, you can, you can be any yeah. any man. And he's fearless with I, it I, when you, yeah. you would take on any man. Just. But then, but then where, where would my feelings are, Haswell? I'd probably go about 50, 60 at most. Rice? I'd probably say a 50, 60. I think it's his age. His age. I think it's the 27. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's the. Um, because he had. But remember, 27, 27 is peak as well. Like, this is prime, between, yeah, yeah. Yeah, between 27 to, let's say, 31, in the old days, that's when you'd normally be playing at your highest, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you'd think now, Ronaldo's 35 and he's playing at, at probably the same level as a 27-year-old. So, a club could potentially get another seven years, eight years out of Zaha if he keeps himself fresh, do you know what I mean? So... Um, yeah. Whatever the fee is, I mean, it, it could look back on it, and it could look, you could look back on it in in twelve months and say, oh, it's, it's, it's nothing." Do you know what I mean? Like, look yeah. at Bruno Fernandes, like yeah. that's a bar- and that's a still. I think, it, I think, yeah. it, I think it can go. Still, up to 60, he, he though, basically but... went into the Champions League. He, he carried his back is hurting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, uh, take away my profession I'm a United fan do you know what I mean mm. um, and what he's done for that club is, is incredible and, and I think a lot of the stuff is tough with the fees because obviously it's based on it's not only based on demand and supply it's also based on who is in and around the market so for instance Crystal Palace are looking at thinking Pepe costs 75 million Zaha's producing more numbers so we're going to add 5, 10, 15 million pounds to Zaha's value suddenly Zaha becomes a 100 million pound player apparently Um, but I I just want to know when is this market correction going to happen because like you mentioned the start in light of Covid like I'm an Arsenal fan we haven't got money to be throwing at players so how is this market going to be corrected to almost say hang on a minute that's not 50 million pound player because because of this this and that he's actually 20 30 million pounds less it's hard to say man it's hard to say because uh look if it's not going to happen now because i hate that word correction as well because back in the day i think at one point clive allen was like the record for like a million pounds to yeah. I think it was the Spurs or something. Do you know what I mean? So, like, when you look at Real Ferdinand going to United for 30, everyone was like, what the hell? It's been like, really going for 30 when you were there. Like, that was... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I think that... Um, I, I even remember when um, when Liverpool bought Gator for 50 million. Yeah. Everyone was thinking, what the hell? But then, now, 50 million is like... Do you know what I mean? Mm. But like to fans anyway, like you look at it, you yeah. think to yourself, yeah, 50 million. 
that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Because I think now people look at 50 yeah. million as 30. Do you know what I mean? 80 now is, is 50. 100 oh, yeah. is 70. And the price of a fre- Fred though, isn't it? Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah, literally. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Exactly, exactly. Perfect analogy, bro. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's very difficult to look at the numbers, man, and, and 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 put too much emphasis on it and worry too much about the correction of it because I think at some point it will marry up anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a question that came in from one of our listeners, Mike, and, and he was basically asking that in light of all this stuff that we see with Pogba, with his agent getting involved, do, do you believe that these so-called super agents have almost, almost to a degree, kind of ruined the game um, in terms of taking away the, the voice of players that like we rarely see Pogba speak out about these issues, it's always publicly his, a, uh, his agent coming out speaking about this stuff what's your view on these sort of super agents in comparison to to guys like yourself who are doing what you're doing or guys i know like rock nation for instance you're working with with a few exciting ballers man yeah um nah not at all because for every for every player that that you know me know might have spoken out about Still got another five that probably, do you know what I mean, hasn't. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think that it always looks worse when the player is a bold character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't ever hear anybody bearing reference to um, to Pogba's agent about a player that's quiet. Do you know what I mean? About Mick mm. Taylor, for example. Same age. I think it's the same agent. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Same agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not ever hear any yeah. anything crazy about about him and Mkhitaryan? But then mm. Balotelli, Zlatan, and Pogba—they're the only three players you really hear anything negative because people, for one reason or another, love or hate them. Do you know what I mean? And those players are—they're individuals. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying the other mm. ones aren't, but they—they those players are happy to say what's on their mind. If, if it's you know I mean good bad or indifferent so yeah. certain fans or certain people won't like it um, so at the same time if his agent's willing to to back him which most agents should do do you know what I mean um, yeah. within reason um, then it, it almost looks looks worse doesn't it it looks like mm. that the agent's an absolute nutcase and, and then straight away the players in that case as well do you know what I mean whereas it's, it's probably nothing close to that you sit down with Mino or Pogba and you probably say, see that they're both top people do you know what I mean yeah. same as Zlatan same as even Balotelli do you know what I mean like you sit down with all those people you probably realise that what you see and what you actually um, what you hear probably isn't aligned with what they actually are do you know what I mean mm. But do you but do you believe that those guys give all of you guys a bad name? Like you hear about the way people like Ferguson speak about agents. Like I recorded with Dave Bassett last week, and he was speaking about agents and and players leaking stories to the agents, leaking it to the press. Do, do you feel like those guys tired tired the brush of of agents altogether? Or no, look, I think um, listen, this this business unfortunately has people winning that are going to in the in the in the wrong in the wrong light do you know what I mean and Mm. um, we're going to be made to look a certain way I guess same as some people turn around and say state agents are yeah and they're they're bloody slimy these are state agents but that's that's probably for every one estate agent that might be a bit of a shyster got another 50 that actually are just hungry just to produce and, and, and do things the right way do you know what I mean so yeah it's, it's frustrating I wouldn't say those guys that, that we mentioned before um, are the are ones that are you know putting any sort of negative cloud above upon the game sorry um, yeah but there are definitely agents out there that are going to be doing things that don't look great that then subsequently make everyone else look bad do you know what I mean 
I just got a question. Definitely. I've got a question Go on, in terms of you as an actual like agent. Like, I want to know like how did you get your start in the business and like how did you yeah like, get into actual sport agency? Do you know what? I call myself more of a player manager. Do you know what I mean? And um, uh, I started. I started off. Funnily enough, um, I used to work in property years ago. Um, no wonder the analogy. Yeah. As an agent. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so I, I come from humble beginnings um, and at the time I felt that I wanted to get into football from the representation side because I had a family member that was involved in football and I look up to him even to this day. Like, um, I just look up to what he is, um, you know, and at the time I wanted to be like him, do you know what I mean? Like my uncle. Yeah. And um, I thought the best way for me to maybe learn to be a little bit more clean as an individual and, and maybe respected upon the market I want to go into, which was young emerging talent, um, I needed to be able to speak with a bit more um, professionalism, um, but also come across professional as well. Do you know what I mean? So the way uh, I felt that I had to dress the way I thought I had to speak, etc. Um, so I went to spend a lot of time going to games, gaining knowledge, understanding who was good, who was average, who was who was maybe not gonna gonna cut it. But yeah. then I'd learned the fact that someone that I thought was an okay player ended up surpassing someone that at the time looked like he was a superstar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it gave me an opportunity to understand that forget almost forget what you what you believe is great but understand what football is looking for do you know what I mean but obviously never ever go away from what you believe that's one thing that I don't ever change if I believe in something I'm sticking by it and I'm gonna run with it and that's my belief and I'm gonna make it work but at the same time you can't be ignorant to the process and and to what football is and understand that okay, you might think this is what football looks like because how many of us have played in cages and said, bro, this better's a baller, how is he not playing? Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. when, you look at football, yeah. but when you look at football in its, in its real form, maybe that baller would have been able to cut it on, uh, you know what I mean? In, uh, in, in the real stage. Yeah, yeah in, in, in real life, in, in real football. So, um, but then... My, my mate said to me, like, come and join my team. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, yeah. this, like, it's about time, man. Like, this. But then, I, I, I know his vision and it's in line with how I see football as well. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and we had some conversations and he spoke to the rest of the, the guys that are with us now, but have been with him previously and said, you know, I want, I really want Ed to come on board. And the rest of the guys, well, he, he told me anyway, the rest of the guys said, yeah, for sure, like, 100%, man, like, Ed would be a great asset to to the team. And, yeah, so I went to work work there with them at, uh, at, a, big, at a big firm at the time, um, probably still regarded as a big firm now. Um, and, yeah, we were just killing it, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, we were just, um, because for us, it's, we just love football, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where we're real football guys. Like, it's, like, we were never businessmen that got into football. It was more football guys that learned the business. Um, and mm. because of our passion for the game, it surpassed the businessmen because for us, we're fighting for something deeper than just money. Do you know what I mean? We're fighting for something. Think, yeah. You think that's the real success behind? I think so, man. Uh, I think so, and um, we're still kind of scratching the surface, but there's still so much more that, that we want to achieve. Um, we want to create huge moments, continue to create huge moments that that people that are coming behind us can look up to and, and really try and surpass us. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not here to yeah. to just be just, at the top and, yeah. and leave everybody and say. Yeah, friend for yourselves. Like we're doing, we do certain things, hoping that you know, when when the people that want to come after us see it, 
they um yeah man like they, they re- it really inspires them do you know what I mean and they're open to asking the question of you know how do I do this how do I do that and, yeah just to buttress on that point, like, not to bring up, but being a black man in this sport, being, let's say, a predominantly black firm, how do you feel your experiences have been within the football business? Because we do know that football is predominantly, like, usually predominantly yeah, white men. Yeah. Let's be honest, like, how do you feel your experiences um, have been? Because what you guys are doing is very remarkable. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest, man, it's uh, when I first got into the game, like I said, I did a lot of things because I felt this is what I needed to do to to at least be given the same chances as as a white guy. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Um, yeah. almost felt like I had to do a bit more. Do you know what I mean? To kind of get get that one little bit, one little bit of, a, of an opportunity, um, which is fair enough. Do you know what I mean? You you fight for what you want, and if you love it enough, it shouldn't matter. Do you know what I mean? And um, I think mm. even till today, do you know what I mean? You'll speak to people um, within or within clubs, and um, and you'll hear things that you you think to yourself, "Wow, like is this real? Is this really happening?" And um, it. What sort of stuff do you, do you like in regards to yeah, like well, race or, or yeah, well, sign yeah, a particular I want, I want player to say, or? I want to say, club or individual. You have to name names, but yeah, yeah. I can't remember who told me, but someone said to me that someone within a club was old enough to be surprised that another player had an agent wasn't white. And he said, oh, Mm. I was, yeah, and he was like, was he supposedly was surprised that was almost wondering why. And when the guy, I can't remember who told me, but when the guy said it to me, I thought to myself, "Wow!" Like, wild, but yeah. it's 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 just ignorance, you know what I mean? And it's um, it's never, mm. it should never ever be, um, it should never matter, do you know what I mean? But like, I think anyone that that has somebody representing them, it should only be because they're the best at that job, of and for you at the time, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think at this moment within our market um, you know I'll be bold enough to say that we are the best do you know what I mean um, because you've got the best ballers as well you've got the best young ballers anyway um, so. that's what we're about man and you know it's just um, yeah. listen there, there, is, there are going to be moments where we where we sign players that are, are doing really well now um, but We've, we've created mm. it's our business based off the fact that we've helped create and 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 nurture and you know push good young players to becoming top young players to hopefully eventually become world class players. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's what we're about. And what's 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 in the pipeline for you guys as well? Because obviously. Obviously, I know you're focused on on the players doing the contracts, all that sort of stuff. There, what what other services do you guys provide? Because obviously, players of the former generations and before, we hear a lot of stuff with players going broke, getting into financial difficulties. How much of a role do you guys yeah. play in that sort of wealth management? For us, piece we're, as well? um, we're massive on on um, on the boys' finances. Um, I've not got into this game to see a boy that. I'm involved with finish the game and and not have anything, you know. Um, I want to make sure that whether you're earning hundred grand a week, five hundred grand a week, two grand a week, fifty quid a week, you manage your money correctly. We help put the right people in place. So whether it's financial advisors or um, or accountants or you know anyone that that we that we've worked alongside, that we've seen the work that they've done. Um, we're aligning with our players. And more importantly, we speak to them as individuals because um, black, white, whatever, doesn't matter to us. We're all, we're all from similar backgrounds or we've all been young. Do you know what I mean? Um, at, the moment we do, yeah. at the moment, we do only look after guys. So, um, 
so I can obviously only speak on men, but we've all been young men before, young boys, and um, I can, same way I can speak to um, a Falarin Belogan, same way I'll speak to a, a Todd Canwell and give them the same, the same advice, you know, about the fact that it's important to, to manage your money accordingly and reward yourself when, you know, when, when you feel fit and when the time's right, but make sure that, you know, your money's put into the right places, you know, so, you know, at some point your money's working for you. Um, you're not just buying drip, you know, that's what they say now, and that's what you boys say. Yeah. Drip or drown, drip or drown drip isn't it? Drip or drown. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, <laughs> Um, I say to a lot of these boys, they got all the gear but no idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, no idea, man. That's an old, old school quote right uh, there, man. I, I, I don't own too many expensive garments, but do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I say I'm somewhat kind of fly, so you know, you got to, you got to make sure you. Yeah. It's all about making sure you you spend your money wisely, man. Do you know what I mean? Like invest, 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 mm. um, and just make sure that at the end of your career. It's a choice if you want to still work. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of boys are gonna are gonna. Yeah. I'd encourage it because it's it's, it's good to obviously um, have some sort of involvement in something. But um, I'd like to think that they've worked all this. You know what I mean, a lot of these boys haven't had childhoods, man. You have to remember, like they've literally only just played football. Yeah. Uh, uh, in digs in that, innit? Yeah, it's not. That, yeah. I think people yeah. forget that it's a lot of hard yards and and missing out on a lot to for some boys to not even get there. Do you know what I mean? But the ones that do get there, it doesn't yeah. stop. They keep going and going and going. So then at the end of the career, you still want to, want to just enjoy yourself. Do you know what I mean? And, but manage your money accordingly so you're able to continue enjoying yourself and live that life that you want to live. Um, but we got good. We got good. Like, people, good individuals that we look after that want to do more for communities and um, they just they, they just got great hearts man. Great, great hearts. Just yeah. just sorry, just look just you in like as an individual, as an agent, if for like any budding agents that want to get into the game, like what advice would you give them if they could ask anyone like, that wants to get into football in any capacity, whether it's player representation, consultancy um, start a podcast. podcast. <laughs> start a podcast. Uh, coaches shouting um, knowledge. That's more important than anything else. Become knowledgeable about the market that you want to work in. Um, do the work because I can't tell you how many times I've had people slide into my DMs and tell me that they want to do it, whatever. And in the beginning, I used to tell people, yeah give them advice on what to do and they just wouldn't do it because they just, they just wanted to skip those steps and just do what they think makes you money do you know what I mean and you have to remember that none of us that are in the positions that we're in are here because someone has basically watched those steps for us and um, given us that player that's going to make us a million pounds tomorrow do you know what I mean like I've, I've done yeah. I probably did 10 years without seeing a penny but it wasn't it, it never mattered to me do you know what I mean it was never about football's never really been about money for me it, do you know what I mean personally it's just it's more about yeah I love the game I love it like yeah. I love the business of football I love to see boys do well I love to see boys go from academy football and, and be and I, I like to know that I'm part of that transition from academy to the first team sector uh, and see them then succeed in that level and almost not know how far that player can go do you know what I mean and, and just be excited for what's to come do you know what I mean and then you're now then preparing to make sure that you're setting up what needs to be set up ahead of time so that when that player then gets there you're not then playing catch up you're there ready for when that player's there to then push him to the, what, the level after that, you know? No, definitely. Last question for me, we always like to end it with the what the footy question, and that's what the footy do you think needs to change or happen within the football agent space? Oh, what has to change? 
that's a change. Oh, I think. Uh, What's missing? Yeah. In some capacity, maybe a bit of transparency between between individuals or between um, some companies. Um, it's it's hard. It's, it's, it's such a tough question, man. Such a tough question. Yeah, there's so many problems. Yeah. How can you change something that, in my opinion, is great? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but I'm joking, yeah. man. No, look, there's always going to be issues, um, but I guess that's a that's a that's a question or an answer for another day, man. No, definitely, man. Absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today, Eddie. The man behind the superstar, the modern day Jerry Maguire, Mr. Show Me the Money. Um, absolute pleasure. I loved it. Royce, friend of the podcast, pleasure as usual. Guys, thank you. No, thank you guys, man. Wow, what another huge episode on the What the Footy podcast. Guys, don't forget to download, subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Next week, I'm going to be joined by legendary manager Dave Bassett. So join me here next Monday. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school. Now it's a putting Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that. But then also, they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. Let's just win this to appease the fans. Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.